Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's gonna like have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. When I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, Ryan by the way, I can't cook. I, can't I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and right, burning dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Home. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Then why were you doing Bob just I'm there? so sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season two, a Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmo. Wake up and smell the oatmo. Oh, smell the oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Five, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was so darn but it was Jen, what are you I doing? I have a splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I, I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. Ooh, this would be a fun party. You want to get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not I even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Big good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business here. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says, nope, sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. thought you'd have my back. Doesn't even have the front. <laughs> it's fracking cold here. Right, I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down! Oh, He's slowing go. down! You have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome! It's like Blu-ray quality! It's like one-tenth speed bothering his buns! This is exceptional! You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People that had no interest in being my friend. Really? I need my own. see out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the mech McGorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. That's hilarious. It's harder to say than Mayor. That's wicked funny. That's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGang bang. O-M-E, Bob is a boot man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last.
Wake up and smell the cookies that were left out for Santa Claus, Poovenians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am here at the table of awesome with a, a delicious mug of eggnog, a roaring fire in the background, and I am super stoked about getting to host this year's special holiday edition of the show. Now this year we have two major things for the episode. First is our main feature presentation, which is an audio play written by Cora entitled And the Band Played On. Now this play it takes place back in 1997 in the fictional world of, or I guess a, an alternate universe if you will, where ma- many of the Poovanians went to Hogwarts. Um, and basically the students are dealing with the aftermath of the the final battle at Hogwarts from the second Wizarding War and there's a U-Ball and it's just lots of stuff going on. Um, I would be remiss in saying that this is actually a um, shorter version of the play that was originally written by Cora. Unfortunately, that with all the stuff going on in the lives of, of the Puvwanian hosts, um, we weren't able to do the full play, but we do plan on doing it over at Masterfic Theater uh, so over the course of next year. So this is almost in a way kind of like a, a special kind of like preview. Um, things will probably change, but even still, we wanted to have something for this year because Core did such an amazing job. And we just want to go ahead and thank also everyone who was involved with the play. Please be sure to check out the show notes to see who was playing who. Spoiler alert, it's mostly everyone playing themselves. There's a couple uh, other people playing parts who aren't themselves, but... Anyway, you'll see when you when you hear the play. And then finally, after the play, we have some uh, folks, uh, some of the Poovanians um, took the time out uh, this past couple days and recorded holiday messages for the community. And uh, yeah, so we're going to play those as well. And uh, I think that's going to probably do it for the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and stop yammering because you're here for other things and besides me talking. And I'm going to go ahead and start the play. So with that, uh, now here's your feature presentation, And the Band Played On. And the Band Played On, a Puffla audio drama by Cora, Scott, and Bob. Scene one. It's November 1997. Voldemort has been defeated, but the scars still show at Hogwarts, especially among those who were present during the last days of the war. Life goes on, but many students still have trouble sleeping through the night. As our story begins, the fat friar finds one such student in the Hufflepuff common room. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. But don't you think you're taking that adage a bit far, Ryan? Morning, friar. I couldn't sleep, so I've been practicing charms. What sort of charms? Well, I was thinking about the impervious charm I used to make my glasses waterproof, and I wondered just how waterproof it makes something. So I cast a modified version on our dorm room door, and then... What the... Ryan, what do you do now? Oh, boy. Oh, dear. I better get Professor Sprout. What's wrong? Who's sick? Who's injured? Why do you look like you've had a bath in your pajamas, Mr. Standering? Ask Ryan. I'd like to know why there's a pool in our dorm. 
In all my years as a professor, I've never... How did this happen? It's my fault, Professor. I couldn't sleep, so I was practicing charms. I needed water to test the impervious charm, and everyone was asleep, and I didn't think, and everybody's wet now. I'm sorry, Bobo. You can tell the headmistress all about it after breakfast. You're not going to expel me for this, are you? I mean, do people really get expelled for this? I'm not sure how this works. No, lad. However, the headmistress is not going to believe me when I explain why you were given detention. Tomorrow, with me, I won't take any points this time. Woohoo! Let's set everything back the way it's supposed to be and cast drying charms on this lot. I'm surprised Mr. McMillan didn't wake up. We'd actually have to throw him into the water for that to happen. It's really fun living in the storm. I just want to point that out. You haven't done this before, have you? You might very well think that, given the circumstances, but no, this is new even for me. No need for career counseling for you. You're going into politics. Hey, who told you? You gave a convoluted answer when a simple no would have sufficed. Yeah, I gotta really work on that one. Ryan, I've known you for seven years. The day you stop monologuing is the day Minerva McGonagall declares an official Salazar Slytherin Day. Why don't you talk to Professor Slughorn? He can teach you all you need to know about politics. He's head of Slytherin for a reason, you know. Professor Slughorn, I'm going to get right on that. I've either just done something great or something terrible. I'm not sure which yet. Scene 2. Though Hogwarts may be scarred, the castle hasn't given up its little quirks to the chagrin of a certain first year. Ow! Stupid tricks, Dare! Here, let me help with those. Thanks. You're in a couple of my classes, aren't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Potions, Astronomy, and Transfiguration. I'm Scott. I'm Quora. Hey, is that the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I love to read. I think I like The Hobbit better, but the trilogy's fun, too. It's just a little bit more work to get through. Often, it's the little things that spark the strongest friendships, like kindness and a love of books. Scene 3. As it always does, time goes on, and though there is plenty to study, more attention is paid to the approaching Yule Ball, the professor's way of turning on the light after the recent dark times. Hey, Danielle, you designed things, right? Will you help me find something to wear for the dance? The dance is in four weeks. Surely you can find something before then. You'll understand when you're a little older. Somehow I doubt that. Yes, Lily, I'll help you. Let's meet after charms. Though personally, I'm more interested in what the house elves are planning. I heard they're going all out with the pastries. Thanks. See you then. Hey, there's Bob. He's looking unusually cheerful today. Hey, guys. You're not going to believe who just asked me to the dance. Billy Moon. Wait. How did you know? It's fairly obvious. Billy can't go to the dance with her boyfriend since he's not a student. She would want to go with a friend. Most of the girls you spend time with already have dates, so that leaves either Susan Bones or Lily Moon. She just asked for help with dress robes so she's only just decided to go. Uh, Scott, does she always do this? No, sometimes she pretends to be Watson, sometimes it's Bruce Wayne. 
She has two personalities of her own, too, so it's tough to say who she'll be on any given day. Keep them guessing. It'll be easier to take over... I mean, change the world. Everyone says to watch out for Slytherins, but I think you should be wary of Ravenclaws with Slytherin tendencies who are friends with Hufflepuffs. I think you might want to pay attention to Hufflepuffs who are working up their Gryffindor courage. At least one Hufflepuff in particular. What do you mean? Uh, Danielle, can I ask you something? Scene four. Soon enough, the night of the ball arrives. Wow, you look elegant. Thank you. You look dashing. Thank you. May I have this dance? <laughs> this reminds me of one of those old movies. Yes, you may. Hello, Scott. Cora. Are you two having fun? Yes, Professor. We were just discussing the dynamic between Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. Oh, I love those books. Yeah, so do we. I say they're soulmates, but not romantic soulmates. Sibling souls, if you will. I say they're just best friends. No one seems to think friends can be really close these days. There always has to be some other thing going on if two people hang around each other a lot. Friends can have souls that resonate well together without being involved romantically, was my point. Friends are a wonderful thing to be. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, um, what are your plans after graduation? I'll probably work for the Ministry of Magic. I like politics. Are you interested in muggle politics, too? Well, yeah, unless it involves Margaret Thatcher, who I'm not quite sure if she's dead or not. Um, good answer? Labor Party? Yes! Good! You kissed me! Only on the cheek. You wanna go out with me? Sure. And the band played on without missing a beat. No matter who you are, or what you may believe, here are my final words for you. The winter holidays aren't about the gifts we get or the songs we sing. They're about friends, family, love, hope, joy, and peace. The most important gift you'll ever receive or give is love. You'll see it in your family, your friends, mentors, and pets. People come and go in our lives, but we keep those we love with us in our hearts forever. Take this time to remember those you loved and lost and cherish, celebrate those who are still with you. Happy holidays, Happy holidays, everyone. everyone. All right, and that is And the Band Played On. Uh, once again, we just want to say huge thanks to Cora for writing it. Uh, for all the various actors who recorded lines, uh, this play would not have been possible without you. Uh, thank you so much. Now, Moving on, uh, we have our holiday messages from various Puvlinians in the community. And uh, yeah, so here we go. Here are those holiday messages. Hey, everyone. This is David, a.k.a. Vermouth1991. It's been a year since I've joined. It's been over a year since I've joined Puffwa, and you guys continue to surprise me. It's been great to make friends, make so many good friends inside Ravenclaw House and out, and out of it. And, um, well, I wish you guys a merry, a very Merry Christmas and a happy winter holiday season overall. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy whatever you do to celebrate this season, and we'll see you again in the new year. Hope you enjoy our play or have enjoyed it, depending on where Bob decides to put this. But happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, 
happy whatever it is that you're celebrating from Sue Duxfoot this holiday season. I hope that you and your family are enjoying a wonderful time together, and I hope that the following year brings everything that you want. Peace, joy, and happiness. Happy holidays, Puffa. I love you. Happy holidays, Pofwa. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. We'd just like to wish you the best holiday season. We're here with Ella right now. We haven't slept in a very long time. <laughs> and we just uh, wish everyone all the best. We've been together a long time, and there isn't a day that goes by that we're not involved with the Pofwa community in one way or another. And you mean a lot to us, and we just wish you the very best this holiday season. Lots of love from all of us and Ella. Especially from Ella. Okay, and that's going to do it for this special holiday edition of Point of View Weekly. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. And uh, until then, from all of us here at Potterfic Weekly, Point of View Weekly, the Poofo Exchange, and oh, and point up, uh, what's the gaming channel I'm forgetting? Oh, Poofo Games. That's right, Poofo Games. From all of us here at the Potterfic family, we thank you so much for listening to this episode. And until then, We will catch you all later. Good night, everyone.